Being a Better Man, episode 159. You have just entered a world governed by personal accountability where being a man is not an excuse for bad behavior, where complaints are not allowed, whining is forbidden, and excuses do not exist. Prepare to have your thoughts provoked, your ego challenged, and your character tested. It's time for Being a Better Man. Here's your host and fellow man in the trenches, Alf Herrickstad. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast that talks exclusively about things that relate to the character of men and encourages the masses to be a better man today than you were yesterday. I'm your host, my name is Alf Herigstad, and it is a pleasure to be with you today. This episode is brought to you by John and Todd and all the other good people over at Stumptown Kilts. These are craftsmen whose purpose in life is to provide the world with the most well-made, well-designed kilts available. I own three of these kilts myself, and I doubt I will ever get one anywhere else because they have it all, from the rugged, attractive material, the adjustable size, the attachable pockets, and the huge hidden pocket, not to mention the affordable price and premium craftsmanship. Seriously, guys, if you have ever thought of getting a kilt, Stumptown Kilts is the only place you need to go. Right now, there is a special exclusive offer for listeners of Being a Better Man. Go to StumptownKilts.com, pick out your kilts and accessories, and then when you're checking out, enter the code BETTERMAN, all lowercase. And you will receive 10% off your entire online purchase. Go to StumptownKilts.com today and tell them Alf sent you. Also, there will be a contest coming up soon to win a free Stumptown Kilt. Keep an eye on the Facebook page. That is where all the details will be posted. Okay, well, it is Friday again. Another chance for me to talk about things that are on my mind. Not just random things, but things that pertain to being a better man, of course. Honestly, I think all of our lives have been dominated by the political news cycle lately. I know mine has. When I have had enough of it, I seek refuge in some other activity or conversation. But since everybody I know is being affected by it, It's hard to get away from it. It shows up everywhere I go. It wouldn't be so bad if everyone was having a non-emotional civil exchange of ideas, but that's really not the case, unfortunately. Each side of the political discussion has come up with an entire set of derogatory names, labels, and characterizations for the other side. People on both sides of the argument think people on the other side are either pure evil, hopelessly stupid, misinformed, or misguided, when the truth of the matter is the majority of people on the other side are just people, people like you. I see this happening and I ask myself, why? Why must it be so adversarial? I think a big part of the answer is the media itself and how things are reported. 
When all you see about the other side is the worst, most aberrant behavior, it makes you think and feel like everyone on, the, on that side of the fence is like that. I learned a really important lesson when I was in the Army. See, in high school, I was one of the country kids. We wore cowboy hats and lived on farms, did chores, and all of that. Our upbringing reinforced certain ideals, and we naturally thought that we were right. At the time, in the late 70s, there were other groups of people that we deemed to be our inferior opposites. I'm talking about the hippies and the stoners. Their worldview was completely different from ours, and we knew, we knew that they were wrong. We vilified these groups of people who were just kids like us. I remember parking at 7-Eleven on Friday nights in the hopes that we could start a fight with some hippies or stoners, as if that would have proven anything. It became very us and them. It seemed to us that there was no hope for these long-haired, worthless, dope-smoking, no-account slackers. It was as if their very humanity was in question because we couldn't find any redeeming qualities in how they lived or thought because they were different than us. Man, it's really kind of embarrassing now to remember how prejudiced I was against these other kids, but that's how it was then. And then I joined the army and something strange happened. They cut off all of our hair. Then they dressed us all in identical clothing. Suddenly, I could no longer tell who was who. It was unsettling at first. I had become used to making snap judgments about people simply by looking at them. When you're working with other men, you have conversations with the guy next to you. And when there's an opportunity, you make a joke. You share stories. Because that's what humans do. Through this type of natural communication, I made friends with a lot of guys, many of whom I would have tried to fight at the 7-Eleven. But I began to realize that beneath the clothes and the hair, regardless of what kind of music they listen to, regardless of what their political affiliations are, or their religion, or their skin color, or anything else, everybody is just a person like me. As a person, we all have parents, people who love us. We have hopes and dreams and hobbies and aspirations. Today's media is not designed to make people think the best of each other. Instead, it paints groups of people with a huge, wide brush that makes us think everyone in that group is like that. But they are not. For example, back when the Tea Party was up and coming, many people thought all Tea Partiers, some, a lot of people still think this, that all Tea Partiers were slobbering Neanderthals who were prone to violence because that is how it was reported. I went to a couple Tea Party rallies, and it was very peaceful. There was no slobbering, no violence, just concerned people talking about things they believed in. Likewise, the recent protests are portrayed in the media 
to have been taken over by anarchists smashing windows and destroying property. I went to one of these protests. I talk about it in episode 157. I didn't see one anarchist out of 170,000 people. It was peaceful and friendly. It was just concerned people talking about things they believed in. Every day, about 3 million police officers in this country do their job flawlessly, with no incident of violence or abuse. But the media would have us all believe that the majority of cops are out there hunting down minorities for no reason, and that corruption is the rule rather than the exception. The reason I'm talking about all this stuff is because, as men, we have an obligation to think for ourselves. We should question everything we hear instead of blindly believing what we are fed and then regurgitating it. There are very few pure sources of information out there now. Everything has a bias. And you owe it to yourself to do your own research, to determine for yourself the truth of things before you simply adopt them as gospel with no basis. What is at stake is your relationships. All of us have relationships with people from many different walks of life. I'm not just talking about your families, but the people you work with, go to school with, do business with, and commute with. The people who live in the same city as you do, they are all just people like you. And most people want the same things, to be happy, to be comfortable and safe, to have a future to live into. They just have different ideas of how to achieve these things, and that is where the divide starts. But that is also the exact place that people need to get together and talk, because then some progress could be made. But that won't happen as long as everyone is angry. A lot of people seem to get angry at other people just because they have a different opinion about something. I don't get it. It does not make sense to me. In my opinion, the only reason you would get angry at somebody for not believing what you believe is if you yourself are not secure in your own belief and therefore feel that your belief is being threatened. If you are secure and solid in the things you believe and think, then it wouldn't really matter what someone else thinks, would it? I know it doesn't matter to me about things like that. There have also been occasions when I have had a firmly held belief about something, and through civil conversation, I realize I was incorrect. And I'm grateful when that happens because I can go forward then being more correct than I was previously. And all I really want is the truth of things. So I urge all of you as you head out into the world to remember that everybody is just a person. They have families and things that make them laugh. They have pets and jobs. They're all just people like you. At the same time, I urge you to always think for yourself. Don't be told by anyone how or what to think. You are a man, and it is your job 
to chart your own course, no one else's. You should question the things I say here as well. Even though I'm not telling you what to think, just giving you things to think about as you go through the world being a better man today than you were yesterday. Question everything, my friends, and arrive at your own conclusions as a result of your diligence. Until next time, this is Alf Herigstad signing out. Have a great weekend.